To be a good man, you have to learn and grow. You have to be bold and stand firm on your convictions. You have to live with honor and integrity. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Hatcher. Hey guys, Josh Hatcher here for the Manlyhood Mancast. Listen, I wanted to talk to you guys today about the topic of respect. You know, it's something that I think is lacking. I think it's an old school concept that we have over time allowed to kind of decay. And I don't think we really fully understand it. So uh, before we get into that, I just want to encourage you guys, go to manlyhood.com slash store. And when you go there, you're going to have the opportunity to uh, get some manlyhood apparel. We've got shirts and uh, hoodies, things like that. And then you can also get some resources that we've created uh, there's a great book there that I'd highly recommend you guys to get and to go through. It's called Reignite, and it talks about how to reignite your life, how to reclaim uh, your life back from that spot where you're not happy with it. You know, I think we all can kind of get there sometimes where our life has just gotten away from us and we don't know who we are, we don't know what we're meant to do, and we just feel like, hey, I need some help. That's what Reignite is about. It's for you. So check it out. You can get it at manlyhood.com slash store. So that being said, we're going to get right into the core of it, right into the meat of it, right here on the Manlyhood Mancast. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back. Josh Hatcher here. Listen, we're talking about the concept of respect. And I want to talk about a few different people that you need to respect and what that respect looks like. I think about uh, growing up, having a, a, a great dad who really worked hard to try to teach me the value of respect. And uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Now, as I tell the story, some people are going to be like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't horrible. And it's how I learned respect. And I think that uh, we may need to continue to teach respect in some tough ways and some tough love. So uh, my dad and I were working in the backyard. I was about 13 years old. And anybody who's ever had a 13-year-old kid knows that they are foolish. And uh, I was we were stacking wood. Uh, we had a fireplace. It was actually made out of old truck tire rims and welded together. It was a really cool uh, fire uh, wood stove. and um, so we were stacking firewood and uh, dad said something like, oh, it's going to rain. I can smell it. And me being the know-it-all 13-year-old that I was said, pop, can't smell rain. Rain is made out of water and water is colorless and tasteless. And he says, no, I can I can smell it. I said, maybe you can feel it in your nose, but that's not the same as smelling. Well, he got mad at me and told me I need to shut up and be respectful and that it wasn't appropriate. And uh, so now I'm mad and I don't want to stack this firewood and I don't want to be there with my dad who's yelling at me. So I take a piece of firewood and I chuck it up on top of the pile. It bounces off the pile and lands right on the metatarsal on his foot, like right on the very top of his foot. And it hurts him. And next thing I know, (laughs) I'm on the ground and he's on top of me and he's got a hold of me and he has his fist drawn back. Now, um... 
he moved faster than I could ever have imagined that he would ever move. And it was not that he was going to hit me because he wasn't. He was never going to punch me in the face, and he never did punch me in the face. But I think what he wanted me to know was I could. He didn't hurt me. He actually, it was gentle. Like, I didn't hurt. I was just on the ground with him on top of me, and he had a hold of me, and he had his fist drawn back. And it it was a little bit frightening. But at the same time, I learned a really important lesson that day. And that was, you need to respect your father. Now, like I said, he didn't hit me. He didn't punch me. And knowing how, you know, my dad grew up, he would have been knocked right in the mouth, given a bloody lip or a black eye for smarting off like that. He didn't. And that was one thing that I remember. I saw that fire in his eyes of, don't talk to me that way. I'm your father. Saw that fire. But I also saw, and maybe I didn't understand it till later, and that was the restraint that he showed. Now, you might say, he didn't show restraint. He knocked you on the ground. What's a big bully like that? No, I was already taller than him. He needed to show me, I can take you out. Now, he didn't take me out. He wasn't rude. He wasn't mean. He wasn't harsh. He just made sure that I would know it. Didn't actually say a word. And then he, you know, he sent me inside and he finished stacking the wood without me, which was very nice. (laughs) I think more likely it was out of respect uh, for himself because he didn't want to hurt me. And uh, he was mad. So I tell that story not to say, hey, look, let's uh, glorify child abuse because I don't think that that was child abuse. I think he showed plenty of restraint and he just showed me that he was strong and that I needed to respect that strength. So when we talk about respect, honestly, that is the picture in my mind that I think of the, one of the people I respect the most. And I'll tell you, it wasn't just that moment. It was also a lot of other things that my father did to teach me respect, like the way he treated people, uh, which wasn't usually like that. He, he made sure that he commanded respect, but he also treated people with respect so that he didn't have to be that way with other people. And, uh, so as we think about respect and what it means for us and what it means for the, our lives and the people that we should be respectful to, first of all, you need to be respectful to yourself. And uh, I think a lot of people aren't. They're not respectful to their bodies, and so they put all kinds of chemicals and, and things in them. They don't take care of themselves, uh, which is a common thing. I know I ha- I took bad care of myself for a long time. That's why I was overweight. Still, I'm overweight, but I'm losing. I'm getting on track. But uh, I did not respect my body. But I also haven't respected myself. I think of myself in less terms than I should. Sometimes I beat myself up. I second guess myself. I don't trust myself. Uh, or I lie to myself. And I say that, and I know that you guys know what I'm talking about. We need to respect ourselves. You don't inherently see your worth sometimes. Sometimes you don't respect yourself by having a cocky attitude and the opposite. And actually, usually that is uh, bravado. It's invented to cover up the fact that you don't respect yourself. Guys, you are created with a purpose and with value. Whether you fully know it or understand it, you are and you do. So you should treat yourself with respect. Don't beat yourself up. Don't torture yourself. Don't poison yourself. Take care of yourself. Okay. I think that's important. Um, the other people that we should respect is family. And I think that they should have a higher level of respect than, uh, other people. You know, um, my family comes first. Now I don't necessarily, 
I'm not perfect. I'm not the perfect dad. I'm not the perfect husband. I'm not the perfect son or brother, but my family comes first. They matter to me and they have a higher place in my life and they should. And there are some people that, that maybe their families are pretty crappy. And so they've had to distance themselves. I get that. I fully get that. Sometimes you have to have that distance because honestly, the respectful thing to do is to not allow them to continue their destructive lifestyle when you're in it. Okay. So I get that. I understand that. If your family is uh, not a good family, if your family has problems that you are not able to help with, if your family has problems that uh, are toxic, yeah, you might have to draw some distance. But I challenge you to, even though they may be horrible people, show respect. Don't ever badmouth and belittle because the worst case scenario is, okay, I don't respect them because they're crappy people. And let's say they turn their life around and they change. And now you had the opportunity for a relationship with them, but it's gone because of the way that you reacted to them. Like I said, you don't have to let people walk all over you. You don't have to let your family abuse you or be toxic or say uh, horrible things to you. You don't have to let that. That's not respectful to yourself either. And it's also not respectful to them to, to condone that behavior in their life. But it is important to show respect. And I think that position of respect, whether they deserve it or not, that position of respect has value and it allows you to not burn bridges. Now, one thing I hear a lot is, well, I just don't have any respect for them. I get it. I really do. I get you don't feel any respect, but respect is a choice. Just like love is a choice. Sometimes you don't feel like it, but you choose to do it. Respect is an attitude and an action that you choose. It is not something that you feel. Now you can say, I am choosing to respect them even though I don't want to. I'm choosing to show respect for them even though I don't like them or I don't agree with them. And I think that we have to frame respect in this bubble where it is not this emotion that we feel and then express. Rather, it's a choice that we make to express it whether or not we feel it. And the reason for that is when we do that, it allows us to maintain an honor where honor is due. And even sometimes when it's not, because I'll tell you what, there's times when I did not deserve respect, but someone treated me with respect. It made a big difference for me. It made me feel like I had value and it made me want to be a better person. So that's my challenge to you. Even if you don't feel like respecting a person, do it anyway. Um, guys, let's talk about our elders, respecting our elders. Um, and this is something you hear a lot and you've heard a lot. There are people that have been before you. And I'll tell you what, this is lacking in our generation and the generation below us. When I say our generation, I'm Gen X, the tail end of that. And uh, I see it in millennials. I see it in Generation Z. Heck, I saw it in the in the boomers when they were younger. Um, there's a lack of respect for the generation ahead. And I want to challenge you to not look at it that way. Again, respect is something you choose. And we need to not just write somebody off as, okay, boomer. <laughs> you know, and I know I get it, especially to the millennials in the crowd or the Generation Z in the crowd. I get it, guys. 
when old people treat you with disrespect, you want to treat them with disrespect. I get it, but you're not going to get anywhere that way. I'll tell you right now, if you don't have old people in your life, there's a lot of lessons you're going to have to learn the hard way. If you don't have old people who can tell you what they've learned, what they've done right and what they've done wrong, if you don't have them in your life, you're going to do it the wrong way and it's going to be expensive and it's going to be hurtful and it's going to be painful and it's going to take forever to learn those lessons. It is so important to have good relationships with people that can mentor and teach you. And that actually has a lot to do with your attitude and less to do with theirs. Sometimes they don't even know they're teaching you. They're just setting an example by living their life. And it could be a good example or a bad example. But if you shut them out because they're old, you're not going to get it. You need old people in your life. I need old people in my life because I need people to be able to speak into my life and I need to be able to hear it. And if I don't have it, I can't learn. Or if I do learn, it's going to take me a lot longer to learn it on my own. So respect your elders because it has a benefit a pretty quick benefit that would take a lot longer to earn on your own. Um, And again, guys, we kind of talked about this and that's showing respect for all. I think that um, whether or not someone deserves respect, showing respect is valuable. And I think that's part of the problem, guys, is that we have defined respect as something you earn. We have defined respect as something you deserve. No, that's not what it is. Respect is not about what's given to you about what you give to others, just like love, Um, just like kindness. And I think that we need to give respect in order to get respect. We want to be respected. We feel we've earned respect. And maybe we have, maybe we haven't. But if we're living in a way where we're just uh, only giving respect to the people who earn it, let's be real. There's always a reason to find why you don't respect someone. There's always a reason if you look enough. If you look hard enough, you'll find fault. You'll find a reason to strip away your respect for someone. Don't do that. Instead, you've got to shift your mind around what that entire concept of respect is. It is not a paycheck that they've earned. Rather, it is something that we give because... It says more about us. So treating people with respect, even if you don't feel like it, has value. So guys, that's my challenge for you guys. I want you this week to be a respectful person. Now, I get it. There's a time and a place for what seems like the opposite of respect. There's a time and a place to turn over the tables and chase people out with whips. (laughs) And by that, I'm referring to an instance when uh, Jesus did that even, right? Uh, Jesus did that and he was known as a man of peace. There's a time uh, for sit-ins and hunger strikes. There's a time for war and of overturning uh, tyranny. I get it. I get it. But most of the time, The simple act of respect, the act of showing respect to somebody goes a long way and says a lot about you. So let's not be uh, going to war where we don't need to be going to war. Let's just be respectful and see where it goes, see where it leads us. Okay, guys, we're going to be back in just a minute with our Ask a Man segment right here on the Manlyhood Mancast. Guys, we're back. 
It is our Ask a Man segment. If you go to manlyhood.com slash ask a man, actually, if you go to the manlyhood.com and look at the menu bar at the top, there's a button that says ask a man. You click it. You can send me a question. And uh, again, guys, I'm still working on all the details of this. I want to be able to bring some more guys into this process and get their opinions and share with you some answers to these questions. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know. We can work that in. But for right now, I'll answer your questions. The ones that you send me, we'll make it happen. Here's today's question. My kids won't listen to me. I work all day and I get home and my wife just throws up her hands and makes me take over. I don't have the energy to fight and argue with them like this. How can I fix this? All right, dad. You need to be a dad. It's time to level up, rise up, and be a dad. No way around it. Nothing else that needs to change. It's just what you need to do. You need to lay down the law. And you need to say, no, you're not going to behave like that. And you need to use discipline. And when I use the word discipline, it means training, not punishment. So you need to train them how to behave. That is part of your job. And if your wife is feeling like that at the end of the day, if she's been home with them all day and she's worn out from them, and honestly, that's not even how it happens most of the time, then you need to step up and help her. She needs your support. And it's not, you guys need to have a united front. And listen, I'll tell you, her just letting go and handing it off to you, that's not necessarily the way it's supposed to work either. So ladies, if you're listening, this is a team effort. And yes, there may be some tag team involved so that you can get a break. Uh, And husbands, if you're doing your part and sharing your load in it, she's not going to feel quite as overwhelmed. But you need to get a handle on those kids and you need to teach them the right way to behave. This is how this works. This is what fatherhood is. Your job is raising people that can survive on their own in the wild. And from the sounds of it, they won't survive long because they're not behaving themselves. So you need to teach them how to control themselves. That is your job. And that's going to involve a a firm hand of discipline. And that's going to involve consistency. And that's going to involve them learning the hard way that you can't behave like that. So, and when I say the hard way, uh, whether that's spanking or timeout or grounding or whatever it is that you need to do, that is actually not that hard compared to letting them continue to do these things and then have significant life skills and life problems because they didn't learn it early. That's the hard way. So you're actually teaching them the easy way, but it's just painful. But you need to level up. So I know you get home from work and you don't want to do it. Guess what? It's your turn. It's time. And you work together at it. You made them. You raised them. I'm sorry. It goes both ways. And it's not just your wife's responsibility to get them to behave. Teach them. And you know what? They'll get tired of going to their room. They'll get tired of getting a spanking or getting get tired of sitting in the corner. They're going to get tired of it. It literally will happen. They will get tired of it and they'll stop misbehaving. If you find that you've got some behavioral problems beyond what you can control, go get some help. It's okay. Go get some help. Go meet with a counselor, a family counselor, and get to the root of the issue. Find out what's going on. It might not be that deep, though. It might just be you need to learn to do your job. That's my challenge for you guys. I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear. I think what you wanted to hear, uh, guy that's asking me the question, is um, how can you fix my kids for me? Or how come my wife makes me do this? Well, it it's your job. So do it. And uh, it sounds like both of you need to level up in that consistency with your discipline. 
That's my thought. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to the Manlyhood Mancast. Don't forget, go to manlyhood.com slash store. And I want you to check out the resources that we have there. Buy a hoodie. Buy a hoodie. Send me a picture of yourself with your hoodie. That would be awesome. I'd love to see it. Anyway, I love you guys, and I will catch you next week. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. And you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Our manly theme music is from Austin Sterling and also from Mark Cruz. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.